TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. AJ Tedesco is our guest. He is the community development director for the city of McKeesport. Good morning, AJ. How are you doing, David? Very good. Now, tell us first, before we get into to the meat of this, uh, you just took a trip uh, recently where to Mississippi or Louisiana? Uh, Biloxi, Mississippi. I, I, I left on a Thursday night and I came back on Sunday. It's a lot more beautiful than I ever expected. It's it just, uh, it, it's amazing down there. I really enjoyed my time down there. Now, that's a, is it like riverboat gambling down there? Is that what they do? or? No, uh, believe it or not, there's about just, there's probably over six casinos down there. They have a, what's called Casino Row, and they're all along the, uh, the uh, shore down there along the Gulf. Uh, you came back with the same amount of money, roughly, that you went down with? Uh, unfortunately, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the only problem there. Okay, well, a, a, a poorer but wiser and happier uh, A.J. Tedesco is our guest this morning for the full half hour, and we're going to talk about uh, some ongoing projects in the city of McKeesport, as well as describe exactly what the role of uh, community development is. Just for, for just so people can understand, what does a community development director do? What all does that entail? Pretty uh, vast. Um what I do here is I uh, the primary function would be to manage the CDBG accounts um, for the uh, community de- development block grants from HUD. Mm-hmm. Uh, we receive roughly uh, we're around nine nine forty uh, per year. Nine hundred and forty thousand. Yeah. And the CDBG is what? Uh, it's the community development block grants from HUD. Okay. So they give to some distressed communities based off of uh, some economic indicators. And I think there are only four uh, groups in, in Allegheny County that, that receive this money directly. There's the county of Allegheny itself, there's the city of Pittsburgh, there's Penn Hills, and there's McKeesport. Correct. Um, yeah, we, us at Penn Hills and obviously the city of Pittsburgh, we do not have to go to the county to request funds for, for CDBG. We get ours directly. Um, we set our own programs uh, within their guidelines, and um, it, it's a lot more efficient that way. Does this code enforcement also follow in, fall under the community development director? Yes, it does. Okay. Uh, currently, so our CD program pays uh, two-thirds of our um, code enforcement officer's salaries, and it pays one-third of our building inspector salary. Be- before we go any further, let's talk a little bit about the code enforcement thing, because that's something that, especially this time of year, uh, when we get these heavy rains and then the grass starts to grow and the weeds start to grow, this is a problem that I'll bet you and uh, Mayor Mike Terepko there in McKeesport hear about a lot, which is... Um, People, either they've got a house near them or an empty lot near them that someone is not taking care of the grass or they themselves are not taking care of the grass. What, what happens when the, when the weeds get high and the, and the grass gets high? Well, this is certainly their busy time of the year. Um, For the code enforcement officers. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they, this is where they probably issue the, their, most of their citations and warnings. Um, what would happen is, is either a complaint would come in to our office to check on a, on a, a parcel of property um, every complaint that comes into this office, whether it's the mayor's office or directly through the CD office, um, everything gets checked. Mm-hmm. Um, I can guarantee that. Um, what we do, we'll send an officer there. They'll look at it. It is up to their determination if it's in violation. Um, it's in their powers there, the discretion. Mm-hmm. The first stage is usually to try to make contact with the owner. They'll send out a warning letter. Um, we'll give them a certain amount of time to fix it's usually like ten, it's usually like ten days or something. Usually ten days, yeah. depending on the issue. Okay. And you know, if this is maybe more of a structural issue, like a uh, fallen gutter or something, we're going to give them more time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But if it's grass, yeah, that's usually a pretty quick turnaround with that fix. 
And, and why is it important to, to get the, the, the grass and the weeds down, for instance? Well, you can certainly think with, with any type of uh, rodents, but it's more aesthetic. I mean, okay. wants to see high grass, high re- weeds in their neighborhood. It's not, it's not good for the, the morale of any neighborhood. Let, let me play devil's advocate because I'm sure you hear this a lot, and, and I know all the cities up and down the valley, you know, the, the, the blight is an issue. Every city in the valley, I it was just a big write-up in one of the national publications about North Braddock and, and what North Braddock Borough is trying to do to, to combat uh, blighted houses and, and abandoned houses, particularly in the residential parts of North Braddock. But, but in McKeesport, I'm sure you hear, well, what diff, what's the big deal? Does it, what's the big deal if I don't cut my grass? Because on my house, there's an empty house or there's two abandoned houses. What do I care? I, you know, I, I can sympathize with that. Uh-huh. Um, up until uh, the last couple of years when we did the, uh, the um, redevelopment program up in up in the uh, cultural educational sector of the city. So up around the library and the little theater and the new elementary school. Yeah, we put around 30 homes right. in that vicinity there. And that was through a CITF grant throughout Allegheny County. And um, I, I used to always say, I could walk out my front door and I saw right in front of me, to the left of me, to the right of me, there was abandoned houses all the way around. Yeah. And so I can certainly sympathize. But, um, you know, everybody wants to, need to take care of their, their own doorstep first. Uh, right. The city's doing what it, doing what it can do. Uh, we, we've gone from a city of 60,000 people to now 19,000 people. But that's going to leave a lot of abandoned homes and structures. And um, we have a lot of catching up to do. We probably have over 800 homes that need to be torn down. Um, that's a cost, might cost you $10,000 per home. Yep. And uh, that's certainly money we do not have on hand. Um, the biggest jump we've made is in-house demolition when we acquired our own uh, excavator. And we're using our own public works guys to tear down houses, the ones they can do, yeah. uh, the ones our insurance company will allow them to do, um, where they're standalone, they're not any nor- near any uh, currently occupied structure. But um, that's, going, that's going good, but, you know, they also have other work to do. They yeah. have to salt the roads. They also have to uh, paint, the, paint the curbs. And, and They have to cut the city's own grass. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're, they're, they're stretched pretty thin. Let's, let's finish off that, that topic real quick, because I want to come to this, this house demolition, because I, I also want to talk about the, the community development block grant process that, that you just went through um, and, and some of the projects that will be coming up uh, this summer that people may notice. A.J. Tedesco is our guest this morning. He is the Community Development Director in the city of McKeesport. Um, what's the best way to get in touch with you, A.J.? If people have a quest, people live in the city or they own a business in the city, they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way? Well, they, they can uh, contact the Community Development Department. You can always walk in my office and you know, I see people on walk-ins. You don't have to schedule an appointment. You're in this, you're in City Hall, which is corner of 5th and St. Clair there. Correct. I'm in the second floor of the Suite 203. Uh-huh. Um, you can talk see If I'm here, you can talk to my uh, my secretary, Melissa Ernst. Okay. And um, you can call either call us at 412-675-5020, and my personal extension is 617, or you can call Melissa and set up an appointment at 635. Okay, so uh, 412-675-5020, 5020, extension 617, uh, gets you through to A.J. Tedesco. We'll give that number out mm-hmm. um, a little bit later on in the program because I know people sometimes are listening to the radio in the car and they may not have a pencil and paper in their hand, or they shouldn't at least. Um, let, let's finish up this topic of, 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 of this uh, the neighborhood quality of life issues because I, I think that's something that, that has been identified by a lot of people. And, again, this is not just a McKeesport problem. This is a West Mifflin, Clareton, Duquesne, Glassport, everywhere problem right now um is the city just trying to collect fines from people or they're trying to get the grass cut we make very minimal off of any fines yeah uh that's that's not really the goal of it we would we'd much rather not have to issue any citation uh-huh. and and see a clean city so i mean that's the goal is to clean up the city okay okay um you you brought up the issue of tearing down houses and and we're going to get into that a little bit more but uh 
you brought up the city is now doing some of this work itself, and, and Mayor Trepko, uh, Mayor Mike Trepko at the council meeting this month talked about the fact that um, he estimates that since they got the excavator, they've got at least, uh, I think he said, 30 to 40 houses that public works crews have been able to tear down. Yes, that's true. Um, and, you know, it, it took a while for them to, to learn how to do it yeah. and to get the process right. You know, it's not something that was ever done before. But they're getting better, and they're getting faster. And, and, and I, I feel like they'll only improve from here on out. So the, the speed of getting these down will, will be a lot better. And you said it's about eight to $10,000 to get a house down. If we were to go to outside contractor, yes, that's, that's, that's what usually what the going rate is. And, and I'm going to try to use my, you know, make the nuns happy and try to use my, my math skills. Um, you know, eight, you said approximately 800 houses that the city would like to take down. That's, uh, uh, that's, um, that's uh, a lot of money. <laughs> that, that's, that's upwards of seven, $8 million, I guess. Exactly, exactly. And you see, I mean, we're trying to chip away with, with what we can. And, and we have torn down a lot of homes in the last couple of years, and, and we know there's a lot more to go. It's not, not that we're not aware of it. It's just we can only get to what we can. Do, do, do na- when neighbors call in and, and tell you about a, a problem, does that help? I mean, do, does that help to identify that, hey, we've got a house and the kids are going in and out of it, or we think there might be some crime happening in the, in the house? Does, does it help for the people to report that? It helps if it's a positive uh, yeah. type of call. I mean, I, certainly um, people in the, in the city are, are our eyes and our ears, uh-huh. and we can't be everywhere at once and see everything. Um, so, yeah, if you let us know what's going on, that's appreciated because you're letting us know. that We wouldn't know otherwise. Um, but, I mean, people need to be uh, realistic in their expectations, too, as you just said, the, the cost factor. You know, that we would love to tear down every house, but the, the fact of the matter is we can't. Yeah. And that's, that's just a real list of the financial you know, impact of the city right now. Let's take a pause there. When we come back, I want to talk about uh, not just demolishing houses, but building stuff up because there's a couple of uh, commercial building projects that are, are going on right now in the city, okay? Yes. A.J. Tedesco is our guest this morning. He is the Community Development Director for the City of McKeesport. You can call him at 412-675-5020, extension 617. You can also check out the city's website. You can email him through there. The city's website is mckeesport pa.gov and you're listening to radio 81 wedo 1550 wzum wmck.fm the new sound of the mon valley and tubecityonline.com we'll be back in 60 seconds support for this broadcast comes in part from the mckeesport hospital foundation celebrating 36 years of supporting community health programs and services for you and your family the foundation works with upmc mckeesport as well as through the mon river fleet partnerships in braddock clareton duquesne and mckeesport if you would like to make a donation to the mckeesport hospital foundation or find out more about it visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590 You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes. Support comes from the readers of TubeCityOnline.com and the Tube City Almanac, and we thank them for their support. If you'd like to contribute, please visit our website, call us at 412-614-9659, or email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com. And we're back with A.J. Tedesco. He is the Community Development Director in the City of McKeesport. We are talking about what exactly community development is in the Mon Valley and also uh, some of the projects that the City of McKeesport in particular has coming up. So you you were talking when we we first started, you were talking about the the CDBG, which is fun to say. It's the Community Development Block Grant Program that is run by the federal government through the Housing and Urban Development uh, 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 Group. And and this is a process that the City of McKeesport, um, along with uh, the Municipality of Penn Hills, City of Pittsburgh, and 
Allegheny County um, in our listening area all have to go through every year, correct? Correct. Every year you submit an action plan, and, and they, they either approve it or disprove it. And... How do you develop this action plan? Because you had hearings, right? You have, like, hearings and people come down and testify. Yeah, there are several public hearings held, um, and uh, we, you know, seek community input and, and uh, any other type of groups that uh, want to give us some lead or which way we should go. And um, the final hearing is done about a week before the council meeting. So, because, I, because I, I, you know, unlike a lot of people, I'm a bit of a nerd. And I read those advertisements that run in the back of the, well, we don't have a local paper anymore, but that run in the back of the Pittsburgh papers that say when these meetings are coming up. And I know that they were announced like on the city's website and stuff. But um, what sort of projects do people come down and, and talk about? Uh, playgrounds or street paving? or It's maybe more, more, more about projects. It's more about what they're, what they're looking for okay. in the city. And that's the kind of input we want to get. Um, and we, and we also ask our department heads. I mean, we, okay. in, internally, we, we, we ask. So the police, the firemen, public works. Exactly. We, we, we you know, there, there was a need for fire equipment in the, in the fire department, and uh, we were able to purchase two new fire trucks uh, with our city money to, to help our fire department out. And, and in turn, that, that alleviates the general fund uh, from paying for this. So, 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 but the idea is community development. So there are things that benefit either neighborhoods that, that have targeted needs or that are going to benefit the, the people who live in the, in the town in general, correct? Correct. So, so talk about what this year's, this upcoming year, then is is going to be funded through community development money. Well, this year, I mean, there there are several like standard things as far as your administration and and uh, you know road and control things. Those things aren't really um, interesting to people. <laughs> well, they are if if you've got you know a house, a vacant house or something, and it's got a snake problem or, or uh, rats or mice or uh, raccoons or anything like that. Yeah, um, yeah, we, we we pay for our wildlife protecting. You know, the wildlife officer comes out uh-huh. and uh, he'll remove skunks and things like that. Um, he gets his pay out of the CD money. Okay, but but some of the more interesting stuff is is our fisheries pier down at Gurley Park. Tell us, I heard about that at the council meeting, and I've not written anything about that yet. Tell us about the the fishing pier. What what does that fishing pier? Where is it now? Um, well, it's, it's closed now, right? It, it's been closed for at least uh, at least two summers that I'm aware of, um, and it's just really taken a beating over the years from the ice and the river, and and it's basically collapsing into the river. And we've put up caution tape, and people tear it down, and they still want to go on there. And and so there's a need for that down there. People want it. Is that at the end of Ninth Street, or where is that at? It, it would be right before you get to Kane. Right before Kane. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 so there's community development money this year to rebuild that pier. We are going to yes, we are going to rebuild that pier. Um, it may not be done this year because we probably will not get our allocation, the actual money, until maybe September. Um, so we still got to go out to bid yeah. contractors. So probably by next year is when the work will actually get done. This is a, something that 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 you know I, I've had a lot of elected officials on this show over the years, and th- this out to bid process. Cities have to go with something called the the most the lowest responsible bidder. What does that mean? Uh, it means you do not have to pick just based purely on price. Right. You can take in the reputation of the, the vendor. Um, any other type of uh, how, the, how they how they worded their their application, but you can't just pick like um, go through the yellow pages. Like if I need a hot water heater installed, I can just go through and say, "Oh, I like their ad in the no, yellow pages. I'll call them." And with federal money, it's, it's even there's even more strength. Okay, have to pay prevailing wage, things of that sort. It, it gets there's a lot of red tape. But okay, too much red tape in federal money. So so when people ask the question, you know, well, why did they hire this company or why did they hire that company? It's it's not because they had the nicest billboard or the nicest ad in the yellow pages. No, no, it's because they were the lowest bidder. They were the lowest responsible bidder, as you put it. Correct. Okay. Um, so, so the fishing pier, uh, hopefully, maybe next summer, will be back in commission. Probably not this summer of 2016. What are some other projects that are in the community development plan this year? 
Uh, we actually were able to get some money in there for our police department to uh, have some overtime for uh, what, what they do is saturation patrols mm-hmm. um, and um, more community policing. They, they're going to target areas that, that, that need more uh, attention. Okay. And um, it's just going to give the chief more flexibility. That way he's not worrying about his budget constraints. So we're able to, to get some money over that way to help out. Okay, and 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 the fire. You mentioned some fire equipment. Yes, uh, we're getting a uh, a ladder truck and a bumper truck, and um, one was replaced. I believe one was wrecked last year. Yeah, well, we had that ice storm, and and I think there was a bunch of wrecks at the end of the Duquesne Bridge there. Correct. Right. Okay. So so that's a replacement of one, and then a new one that we, was needed. And like I said, this is great because it's, these are capital improvements that our general fund normally can't think. But these are these are the idea is that these are things that the that the whole community will be able to use. Absolutely. We have you know we have. You know, one of the only professional fire departments in the area, and uh, that that services everybody in the city. AJ Tedesco is our guest this morning. He's the community development director in the city of McKeesport. His number is four one two six seven five five zero two zero extension six one seven. You can also get to him through the city's website at mckeesport pa dot gov. You were talking about the, the the city is tearing down some houses on its own, but uh, with the help of its public works crews. But you said there are some houses that the city crews are are not allowed. To tear down, and for that you require professional assistance. Where, when does that come into play? Um, well, our insurance carrier said, "Yeah, you got you guys can tear down houses, but um, we're not going to want you to do it next to where people are living because you're you have an inexperienced <laughs> crew." Sure, and, and that's understandable. And um, what we would do is then we have to put out a contract to bid. Um, we do have um, some money in our CD budget set aside for demolition this okay. year, and uh, we will be putting out a contract uh, to bid um, to get. I think we may be able to get about 10 houses down with this money. So when you get up in, in, in like the area off of Evans Avenue, for instance, or off of Stewart Street, for instance, you got those houses that are very close together, mm-hmm. that if you've got one house that's empty and two houses on each side that are occupied, that, that can be a problem. That's that's a kind of a, more of a tricky project. Exactly. Okay. And the county puts constraints on us. Okay. Um, you can only, and this didn't used to be the way, but it, it, it is now. It's a reality of today. You cannot demo more than one house on a block without getting an asbestos survey done. Okay. And then you're getting the more expensive demolition when you get surveys done. And then if you find an asbestos in there, then the cost of tearing down that house can be astronomical. Sure. Um, so that's why, you know, some people say, well, why why you tore down one house when you didn't tear down the one next to it? Well, that's why. <laughs> get in to open up a can of worms and then spending a whole lot of money that, that uh, we don't have. I've heard the police chief, uh, B.J. Wasowicz, use the term the broken windows theory, and I've heard other police officers uh, use the, the broken windows theory. Are, are you familiar with, with that theory, and, and what does that mean? Well, what it is, is, it, is it, uh, it's a theory, I believe, it's, and I'm not sure, but I know it was used in New York City on uh-huh. the Um the, the, A broken window in a neighborhood signifies, the, I guess, the first step towards going down. And if you, if you stop that first broken window, you can stop the, the decline of that neighborhood. Okay. So, so, so when when you people say, well, you're only taking care of that one problem, well, you're trying to get the the, the first problem taken care of first before mm-hmm. it kind of snowballs, I guess. Exactly. Okay. Uh, we we have another, take one more sixty second break. When we come back, I want to talk about some of the uh, construction projects uh, that are going on, including the uh, new store that is being built up there under Sales Avenue. Okay. Yes. A.J. Tedesco is our guest this morning. He is the community development director in the city of McKeesport. You can reach him at four one two six seven five. 5020 extension 617. And you're listening to Radio 81 WEDO. 1550 WZUM, WMCK.FM, the new sound of the Mon Valley, and TubeCityOnline.com. We'll be right back in 60 seconds for a final few minutes. 
Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation. Since 1976, the foundation has addressed key concerns that affect our good health, as well as our education, social needs, recreation, safety, and security. The foundation partners with UPMC McKeesport and other agencies to eliminate barriers to all services for all residents of the Mon Valley. Visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. And we're back for a final few minutes. Our guest this morning is A.J. Tedesco. He is the Community Development Director in the city of McKeesport. When we took the break, A.J., we've been talking a lot about uh, demolition and, and putting out fires and, and adding more police. But uh, let's talk about some, some new things that are coming. And one of them is uh, there's some new construction happening up on Versailles Avenue. Tell us about that. Yeah, that's our, our new family dollar. Uh-huh. Um, and that's the other thing that runs through me and the, and the, and the CD department would be uh, searching out new businesses and trying to bring, bring things in. And uh, I'm really excited about this project because in my lifetime, I've never seen new construction on Versailles Avenue. And I've lived in the city my whole life, and I'm almost 40 years old. Mm-hmm. And so, and to see something, uh, uh, a national retail chain want to come in and, and see and put a build, uh, business on Versailles Avenue was really exciting to me. In the center of town where, where a lot of people live and can walk to. Exactly, and okay. that was one of their main focuses. Uh, I met with the developer, and, and, and him and I, his name is Ben Roth with CBRE, really good guy. We became good friends through the process, and um, we really worked hard to get this done. Um, there were several owners of some you know of those structures that already existed on that block. Um, there were some negotiations that needed to be done. Ben got that done, and um, it, it really is coming to the fruition. It's finally here. There was a, a beauty shop, I think, on the corner. Were you able to get them relocated? I believe they relocated to the, uh, I think, Mary uh, Tips and Snips out on Walnut. Okay. Um, but that, we never met with them. The owner okay. never, you know, the owner, actually, that, that owner, Mr. Streams, who owned that building, uh-huh. he was the first full speed ahead. <laughs> he, just, okay. he was offered. Okay. He was excited about the deal. So, um, and, he, and he was paid up in all his taxes, so he probably cleared the most money out of everything. What kind of assistance is available to a, to a business owner that, that um, you know, we hear a lot about entrepreneurship. I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs on, on this show. What, what, what assistance is available if they call your office? Well, what we have here in, in McKeesport, and actually not just McKeesport, it's McKeesport, Clareton, Duquesne, uh, we have a three-city enterprise zone fund. Uh-huh. And it, what it is is a, it's a low-interest loan program. And what it was is we used to have individual ones, and we ended up combining into one fund. It's administered by the, the City of Duquesne Redevelopment Authority. Okay. And that way we have a larger pool of money to loan from. And uh, funny you mentioned that, the Meineke Muffler uh, out on uh, Walnut Street. Yeah. They were just approved Enterprise Zone uh, loan, uh, I believe, two months ago. Okay. And, and are they relocating or they're expanding? Oh, oh, no, they're expanding. They're expanding their business out there, which is what we love to see. Um, it's not just about bringing new business in. It's about taking care of the people that are already here and already made that investment in the city. And it's good to see Monarchy make, make that reinvestment back into the city. 
AJ Tedesco is our guest for a few more minutes. Uh, he's the Community Development Director in the City of McKeesport, 412-675-5020, extension 617 is his number, or you can reach him through the city's website at mckeesport-pa.gov. Um, there's been a lot of focus on the sort of Walnut Street corridor into the city. We, we had the new bottom dollar uh, come in in, in Christie Park, which is now an Aldi. There's a new Rite Aid across the street. What, what are some other things that you're hoping that are going to come to that Walnut Street corridor? Well, uh, we, we've got some exciting things coming. Um, directly behind the uh, Rite Aid, there, the, 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 uh, there's going to be construction of a, uh, an office building. Okay. A construction company is moving their company there. Okay. Uh, they will also rent out space, you know, for um, professional services such as lawyer space and uh-huh. things of that sort. So that, that's going to be coming. Um, also in the former Jim Shorkey building, the former Ames building, yeah. um, we have something really exciting there. I don't know how much I can talk about it right <laughs> But there is a tenant then, then lined up for the Jim Shorkey Ford, I believe, is moving out to White Oak. Correct. And I actually I saw just yesterday he's open out there now. Okay. Um, but, but we really, really fought for this. And I believe the people were very proud of the administration and the mayor. Um, we worked hard to make this happen. That It's something that the city would want to go out there, uh-huh. it's out there, and it's going to be coming, and I promise everybody that we'll be happy when it comes. When, when will you be able to sort of uh, pull, the, pull the curtain off and say, show, what it is, show us what it is? I would say one Shorty has finally moved out of there. Okay. And I think that's the, the key is they have to make sure. Is it a retail or a professional tenant? Um, it's going to be a mixed use. Okay. Um, but the, the actual bulk of it will be a retail okay. um, business. Okay, I can't mention the name of the. That's that's okay. And and are you able to uh, the the cap so-called Capco property, which you know um, we're running out of time, but I, I get questions, and I'm sure you get questions too. There's there's a big metal warehouse uh, on Walnut Street near the corner of uh, I guess it's between 11th and 13th Streets in, in Walnut and almost uh, in the downtown area of McKeesport. It's been empty. It, the construction started, and um, the 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 people involved in the construction unfortunately uh, went to federal prison. But uh, so that building has been empty. Since then, it was taken over by the federal government. Um, are you able to say yet who the tenant is, or but there's a tenant coming to that building as well? Yeah, that'll, that'll be vaguely welding okay. from, from Duquesne. Okay. Uh, he bought the whole parcel from Allegheny County. Okay. Um, he also is in negotiations with our redevelopment authority to purchase the parcel of land next to it. Okay. Um, we already vacated the alley, um, so he's gonna. It's, it's gonna be a pretty expensive project down there, but he is moving the welding company there. And uh, that's a really exciting thing. We'll be right there, not next to Ryco. Yeah, that's, that's almost become an industrial sector down there. You know, but any kind of. Well, I guess it was years ago. It was the, the Tube City Brewery uh, mm-hmm. uh, back before you and I were born. Um, the, the other question, and I hope this is not a sensitive topic. I'm not trying to get controversial, but I get so many questions about the uh, shopping center that is has been under construction at the corner of Walnut Street and uh, Route 48 um, for, it seems like, five or ten years. Um, can you say anything about that? Because I get questions about it all the time. Um, well, From my own family, I get questions. Yeah, that, uh, that's a private owner. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of us know who the developer uh-huh. is. Um, he's pretty well known throughout the area, and, and uh, he, he would like to get it off the ground. Yeah. Uh, he's running some environmental issues. Um, I know that the traffic pattern is not to his liking. Um, he would like to see a light at that intersection of 48 and Walnut. Those are two state highways, though. And I'm sure that a lot of people would like to see a light at that intersection. Yeah. Unfortunately, Dot has said they're not paying for it. Right. So, um, obviously, the city can't, doesn't have the money to pay for it. So it's kind of a stalemate. And um, hopefully we, we can move along with, with the project. Um, he has a lot more property in the city. 
And uh, so he can be a very key to the revitalization of the whole city. One, one thing before we go, because I think this is a misconception that people have, and, and I want to ask you this. I, I am asked sometimes by people will say, well, why doesn't the city build a new whatever, a new Walmart? Why doesn't the city build a Target? Why doesn't the city build? And, and that's not really the city's place to, to build uh, private businesses, is it? You you hit you hit. I mean, you really hit a bullseye there. That's one. Whole Foods. Somebody has has emailed me several times. Say, why doesn't the city build a Whole Foods? And I say, well, that's not really the city's job. It's Whole Foods' job. Yeah, I, you know, if I if everything you hear, you know, so why doesn't the city bring in a Target? Okay, well, you need to franchise these. The company needs to show interest. Yeah. You know, we 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 don't operate the uh, private entities, and it it really gets frustrating. Yeah. Um, all we can do is sell the city, sell the administration. Um, if we can get a hold of property, we yeah. certainly sell it to them at a, at a very reasonable, cheap price. Um, that's one way we can entice them in here. Um, but in the end, it, 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 the private entity has to show interest, and, and that, that's really the bottom line. We can't create these, these companies out of thin air. Uh, and, and, and we'll have to leave it there because we're just about out of time. A.J. Tedesco has been our guest. He's the Community Development Director in the city of McKeesport. You can reach him at 412 675 5020 extension 617. You can also email him. Go to the city's website, mckeesport-pa.gov. If you uh, are a resident or business owner in the city of McKeesport and you're concerned about a neighborhood issue or uh, you would like to move into the city of McKeesport and you're looking for some property, AJ, thank you for taking some time to talk with us this week. Anytime, Jason. And thank you all for listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550-WZUM-WMCK.FM, the new sound of the Mon Valley, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated, WEDO Radio, or those of WZUM 1550. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution or find out how you can underwrite this program, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes, or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online.